Welcome to the Radical Brilliance Podcast with Arjuna Arda and brilliant guests from around the world who are contributing to the evolution of humanity. Today's guest is Radha Agrawal, who's going to talk to us about Daybreaker. So here's your host, Arjuna Arda. Hey there, welcome back to the Radical Brilliance podcast. Today's episode is with a really amazing, innovative, fantastic, crazy lady called Radha Agrawal. Now you have met her sister, Mickey Agrawal, in episode, I think, number four, right at the beginning. And you met her, Mickey's husband and Radha's brother-in-law in episode 12. These are just incredible people. You know, if I, if I imagine a brilliant future, if I imagine the best possible future I can imagine, where everything in the world gets healed and the earth gets, gets replenished and, 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 and compassion and sanity is restored then these people are the leaders. It's just a certain spirit of fun and laughter and a little bit of zaniness all rolled into one. I introduced Mickey to you, who has been disruptive in the fields first of, of pizza, disrupting the pizza industry with, you know, gluten-free base and whole organic ingredients and yummy, yummy. And then she disrupted. So it's all peas. You know, first it was pizza then it was periods. She disrupted the whole um, menstrual cycle products industry, which had all been created by men, crazily enough. So she disrupted that and made thinks, which are absorbent underwear for uh, menstruation. And then she went on to poop, no, to pee. The next was pee. It's all, it's all things beginning with pee. Uh, she, she developed also very wearable pads for anyone who has... Uh, problem with urinary incontinence and then finally was poop she developed um hello tushy which is a, a portable bidet you can install on your toilet so that was mickey disrupting every industry she came in contact with uh my good friend andrew has been very disruptive with men's work with um greetings cards this this spirit of like who says who says it has to be that way and now rada has thoroughly totally disrupted the whole dance scene. You know, if I, if I was to describe to you um, uh, this scene, there's a whole bunch of people, you know, maybe uh, uh, hundreds and hundreds of people packed into a warehouse, throbbing music. Uh, everybody's having a great time jiving to the music, uh, grooving down. So, so you th imagine that scene, like this, this big kind of scene. What time of day is it in your imagination? I've asked that question to many people and everybody says, well, of course, it's like midnight, 2 a.m. But no, Radha has disrupted the dance scene by having these, these huge dance events at six o'clock in the morning and six o'clock in the morning after you've had a good night's sleep. So you wake up in the morning and you go dance for three hours and she has great DJs. She has great entertainers. There's yoga classes. Instead of alcohol, they serve green smoothies and really delicious breakfast. So it's a, it's a wake up healthy event happens um, in locations all over the world. Incredible, incredible new way of looking at things. So um, 
This is, this is, again, this is fascinating, not only because what she's done is great, you definitely want to hook up with these events, but the spirit of looking at the way people do things and saying, wait a minute, that's dumb. Why don't we do it completely differently? That is the spirit of disruption, the spirit of innovation, and it's that spirit which is going to create a new world for all of us. Enjoy this episode with Radha Agrawal. Hey, Radha. Hey there. Hey, we've been talking about all the completely awesome stuff you've been doing, and I have been so blown away. So um, let's just start with, I, I want to see if you can describe for me what one of these events feels like uh, that, you, that you put on. And I'm, I'm just dying to come to San Francisco and, and jump into the next one. But tell me, tell me what happens. It starts early in the morning, right? Right. So it's called Daybreaker. Yeah. And Daybreaker is an early morning dance movement, a community that's based in 23 cities around the world currently. Mm. Um, and uh, we're a community of half a million people who wake up and dance at sunrise. Mm. So the whole idea is, you know, right now the kind of the, the dance scene can often be set in a, in a nightclub, in an env- environment, an atmosphere that um, might not always be quite so um, inspiring. You know, there's there's usually mean bouncers, everyone on their cell phones, people spilling drinks on you, no one actually dancing, some creepy guy walking up again to, to you to dance with you when you, you just want to be left alone. So um, there's a lot of a lot of that in nightlife right now. And as a woman, um, it was just no longer as inspiring as I would want it to be. Even if I love dancing, I love going out. Mm. So the whole idea of a daybreaker came as a result of wanting to create something that was a safe space, but a mischievous environment, something that was fun and connected. But what if it was in a time where our you know, energy was the most full? Mm. So the morning, right? Mm. So so daybreaker is a three-hour experience. Mm. Um, the first hour from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. is a yoga experience. Mm. And the second two hours is a, a two-hour full-on dance party. But not just with some DJ pushing buttons, but it's a fully performative experience. You have you know, fire spinners, a mm. horn section, aerialists, break dancers, you know, all kinds of different elements that make you feel like, am I dreaming? You know, what's happening? Am I on, am I on drugs? Like, what is this? But you're completely sober. We serve green juice, coffee and tea, breakfast treats, all free as part of the ticket. Um, and, and again, you leave on a Wednesday morning to go to work at 8.45, 9 a.m. with a giant smile on your face and your body just buzzing with energy. So it's, it's the most wonderful way to wake up in the morning. So cool. You know, this totally ties into Radical Brilliance because one of the, one of the key, one of the key cornerstones of what we're doing is getting people up early, actually an hour before the dawn we advocate so that you do all your practice so that as the sun is rising, creativity is also rising in you. So this is like, it feels like a like a twin project. You wow, know? that's really radical. Getting up early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, let's go a little more into how this started for you, because I'm I'm hearing you were living in New York. Yes. And just going ah, is no. So what I'm hearing from you and your sister Mickey is there seems to be this mantra of who says to everything you do. <laughs> who says it has to be like that, right? Totally. I love that 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 catchphrase. It's really interesting and it's right on. You know, I think so often 
women. We kind of march along in the world, you know, in between the lines that are told yeah. to us, you know, kind of yeah. cross the street at this crosswalk, mm. stop at this red light, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner are meant to be at this time. Mm. But, but again, to your point, who says, mm. right? And mm. I think um, nightlife was the only way to connect and socialize in that way, to dance. Um, and, and the whole idea was, okay, well, why can't we, who says we can't dance in the morning mm. uh, on a weekday before mm. going to work? Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think it's it's more than who says, it's, it's what sucks in our world, yeah. you know, what sucks in my world. And yeah. I think that's really Mickey and my mantra mm. for what is it that needs to be supported. And we live in a time for the first time where women have a voice, where women can create, where women can build mm. businesses, can mm. raise money, can, mm. of course, you know, with difficulty still. Mm. Um, but but we live in a time where the barrier to entry for women um, is much lower than it used to be. Yeah. So there's a whole slew, half a million women each year now growing a new business. Mm. There are more women starting businesses than there are men in this country. Mm. There are more women graduating college than there are men graduating today. Mm. And and I think the opportunity for the for feminine energy to enter these experiential spaces, which really desperately need feminine energy, it's so run by male energy right now, the yeah. nightlife event festival space, mm. that uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to create. Yeah, you know, I was having dinner with your sister uh, a couple of nights ago, and she used the phrase, you know, women in the workplace, she said about women coming to the table, right? And we talked a bit about that, and then we 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 we, we, we turned the conversation. Like, yeah, but who built the table, right? So women come to the table, but very often the environment that they're getting to compete in is actually an environment created by men for men. It That's runs right. on testosterone. So it seems to me, with what you're doing and what what your sister's doing, and a lot of women are doing, is not just competing in the male dominated environment but creating a new environment that's it right that's exactly right we're creating a new container a new space a new design experience we, we you know daybreaker is very a very intentional space in that you know we think about everything from the way you enter a space yeah. the entry ritual of getting yeah. you get a hug when you walk in yeah instead of a mean bouncer mean right. hugging you so there's the masculine yeah, the feminine exactly so a tough bouncer you get a hug right, right exactly yeah. you walk into the space and there's this beautiful sort of feminine environment because daybreaker is mostly 70 percent women women yeah 30 percent men whereas what's nightlife the, what's the is age demographic 25 to 35 year old um but honestly, what I'm really loving is that there's a growing contingent of our elder community joining and mm. younger little babies joining and kids mm. on their parents' shoulders mm. because Daybreaker is sure. is alcohol-free. Alcohol-free, yeah. And so anybody can come. So parents yeah. are like, wait a minute, I don't have to just sit there and throw a ball at my kid <laughs> for three hours. I can actually go and dance with other <laughs> yeah. humans my age and have my kid be totally transformed and feeling and drinking in yeah. the energy. And Jane Goodall has been a Daybreaker unannounced uh, in New York City. Sweet. And so she brought her cronies. We had to joke around, but she was, you know, sort of studying a new form of apes. Right. Us. Brought the apes to the day. Yeah, exactly. Or was studying us a new yeah. form of ape. Oh, you know? I see. I see. Okay, yeah. um, but but um, but the whole idea is that you know we really love and exalt in the idea of intergenerational dance floors. Beautiful. And bringing the generation. We've siloed ourselves for too long. That totally. millennials hang out with millennials. Gen mm. X, Gen Z, Gen right. baby boomers all hang out together. Yeah. And why is that the case? Why? Can't can't we all connect in an environment and a, and a, and a sort of um, 
uh, a specific modality that is truly human, which is dance. Sure. Yeah. Let's 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 explore that a little bit. You know, in in Nevada City, or I was just telling you where I live. Um, slowly, my life has morphed. I'm, I'm 61 now. I just turned 61 this year. Wow. And I used to have a lot. Most almost all my friends were like baby boomers, and slowly it's morphed. But now I've just noticed when I go for a hike with someone or go do something with, with, a, with a bro, they're rarely over 30 anymore. All my friends, and I've just kind of just, it's just transformed. All my close friends now are, are like in their 20s. And so I was, I was sharing this with a guy my age, and he said, oh, yeah, that's really good to mentor younger people. And I went, I don't think so. It's more like they're mentoring me. Totally. Right? <laughs> okay. Because actually, if you think about it, you know, this is a really interesting thing about, about the generations. Because if we, if we were to go back to like cave people, we are definitely more integrated. We understand things better. We probably have better relational skills. We certainly have better technological skills than, than people living in caves, right? Totally. Probably the same is true of people living in the 18th century, in the 19th century. Now, as I see it, evolution has sped up. Which means that the millennials and post-millennials are like obviously more evolved than I am. So if I go hang out with a post-millennial, I'm going to be making notes. Right, <laughs> totally. And, and I notice that, yeah, younger people, they, well, let's just talk a little bit about that, the, the difference in the generation. What I notice, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. We well, one thing I notice is that in my generation, we looked for leaders. We looked for teachers. We went to India and we studied with Sri 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 Bananandaraj G Sri J, you know? And we sat and we sat and we listened to every word. Today I notice with younger people, they're interested in awakening and wisdom, but they want to have it collectively. They want the tribe to be the teacher more than some star. I I totally love that. It's mm. the it's the sort of the next Buddha is the Sangha. Yes. Right? And yeah. Sangha means community. Yeah. And this is what Thich Nhat Hanh said. And yeah. you know, the the next Buddha is not an individual, but it's truly is a it's collective. Us. It's us, it's yeah. all of us. Yeah. And so I, I really love that as as yeah, as sort of the evolved um sort of mantra of today. Yeah. Um I don't think each person you know, I, I'm I'm working on a new project called Live It Up as well, which is a modern day life school yeah. for young people and life lifelong learners mm. and um, the whole idea that no one is an expert you know everyone who's going to be on the platform who's helping the young people learn or we call them guides yeah because we are guiding each other and each other yeah, yeah we're guiding each other and there's mm. not just one guide telling you a path but there's mm. multiple guides sharing different perspectives mm. so that you have a more well-rounded mm. uh, perspective that you can then create your own perspective mm. and um, yeah and I think that's the beauty of where we you know kind of the time we live in today the barrier to entry to starting your own business is very low. Mm. The barrier to entry to learning about what's happening in the world with the transparency of the internet is very low, mm. right? The the level of information sharing is just at an all-time high. Mm. So so it's it's incredibly hard to just listen to one perspective. Yeah. Though at the same time, it is shocking that we do have leaders that get elected yeah. um, kind of with all of the information on on these leaders um, are are still being elected, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, so I found that to be interesting too, just like we, we are so desensitized yeah. to so much of the stimulus that we're receiving mm. that once we hear some dark negative thing, we're very quick to forget it very, yes. very soon. Yeah. Um, so that's good, good point. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, a really good point that actually you can, you can really make, you know, you were, you were asking me yesterday, um, before dinner, you were asking me about a community I lived in where there was a lot of 
political stuff going on. And you asked me about that. And I said, you know, I, I wasn't really aware of it. It was in the background. And we can do the same thing. You know, there's, there's all this weird stuff going on in Washington. We've got extreme polarization among Democrats and Republicans and everything. But if you just go about your daily life... Totally. ...meeting people and laughing with babies, there is no Democrat and Republican. Totally. But then all of a sudden, you woke up one day and your community was gone or you had yeah. to pack up and leave. Yeah. Right? So I don't want to do that. I don't no. want to pack up and leave. And yeah. so, so the whole point is just kind of turning a blind eye and being just a deep follower yeah. is no longer enough. Yes. Right? I think, you know, we can go about our lives and just be like, I'm blind, I'm good, I'm, mm. everything's fine in my life, I'm right. just waking up, I'm doing my work, I'm coming yeah. home. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you wake up and the planet's gone. Well, and you, right? So I think yeah. there's, there's, there's a world in which there's beauty in that, of the, of the kind of the unknowing, and the not, they're sort of like, they'll dirt that's happening over there and I'm, I'm living my life. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's responsible anymore. Well, and then yeah. there's the option to do what you've done, which is to boldly, assertively inject massive amounts of good vibes and and to be uh, to be a, a be disruptor, the change you yeah, want to see, which is not kind of like okay, I'm going to be a Republican and get elected for office. I'm going to be a Democrat. Blah, blah, blah. It's actually doing something completely out of the box and just bring people together to dance. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, one of my best friends, Max um, Stossel, his father's John Stossel. I don't know if you know. No. Of Fox News 2020. Anyways. Okay, I don't watch TV. Um, so both of them are, are very big liber- libertarians, and yeah. we argue about this all the time. But um, he really believes that the future of the planet. It doesn't lie in the polit- in politics, but yeah. truly lies in the private sector. Yeah, and I actually, you know, have come to believe that too. Yeah, that um, I mean, of course, it is a marriage and a dance between our political landscape and our private sort of citizens creating disruptive things in the world. Mm. Um, but I think more and more. Um, the private sort of sector is creating the next spaceship going to the going to sure. space, going to Mars, right? It's Elon Musk, SpaceX versus NASA. Yeah, it's you know, right. So it's it's us creating Daybreaker yeah. um, instead of some government organization doing church dances or whatever it may be. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I think I think there it's a whole new world that we live in now. Um, mm. Mainly because of our transparency, the barrier to entry, because of the internet, the the economy of sharing information has gotten so so fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're enjoying this podcast with Arjuna Arda and his radically brilliant guest, you might also enjoy our eight-week online group coaching program. It's an opportunity to go deep and get stable in practices that enhance your own brilliance. We only take 20 participants at a time, so in a small and intimate group, you can go through the whole radical brilliance cycle. You'll have an accountability partner in another brilliant aspirant from somewhere around the world. The eight-week coaching program involves eight one-hour webinars with Arjuna Arda and a group of other Radical Brilliance coaches. You'll also receive one 30-minute coaching session with your own personal coach every week and one 90-minute coaching session with Arjuna himself. It's the ideal opportunity to drop deep into yourself, into the source of your own creativity, and to get support for an entire eight weeks of mining your own radical brilliance and bringing it forth into a project or creation that can truly serve the future of humanity. 
Find out more at RadicalBrilliance.com and click on the Programs tab. Let's talk a little bit about the medium you're working in, you know, because when we think about changing the world, we often think about, you know, write a book, give people information. Uh, but you're using dance and music as your, as your medium of transformation. I think that's really super cool. You know, I, I, I do these one week radical brilliance laboratories where um, innovators come together for a week uh, and, and, and incubate and, and, and new things emerge. And I, I emphasize there's not going to be much lecture this week. I'm not going to be lecturing from the front of the room with a flip chart. <clears throat> We're going to mostly practice. And a fair bit of the practice we do is in the body. So there's something enormous about just, just getting in and changing your state and not thinking about it or understanding it too much. And music and dance is a fantastic way to change your state. Absolutely. So um, I've, done, I've done a lot of research on the science of dance. I've Have done you? a lot of research on um, what's happening inside of your body. And mm. I came up with this acronym yeah. that I call dose. the DOSE. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. your DOSE. Um, releasing your dose, your dose of dance, your right. dose of daybreaker, yeah. right? And and dose, when you think about it, is sort of, if you look at the dictionary definition, it says, you know, quantity of drug or right. medicine to take, right? Yeah. Orally or mm. whatever, rectally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and yet, if you can actually realize and recognize that these drugs that and these these medicines that we're taking are truly just part of our own body already. So we can release our own dose. Yeah. Dose in my world, I've exactly. developed this acronym Great called point. dopamine, yeah. oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Okay. So these four and can you can you believe I almost fell off my chair Such when I discovered but yeah. I discovered that they spelled the word dose. Yeah, right. Yeah. The yeah. fact that that no one has put that together is right. quite insane. Well you need to throw a little gabber in then it's gonna be doseg. <laughs> what gabber is in a gabber is also brain brain chemical okay yeah which is actually well it, it's maybe not so much with dance but gabber is that feeling of everything's okay okay got relax, it relax i've done what i need to do right it's, right you know, I, I can forgive myself yeah. so so dose this quartet is, is basically the quartet of happy brain chemicals that we yeah. can release at various points in our day yeah but to dis- daybreaker what you know what really we've we've thought very intentionally and uh, to create is an experience where you can release all four, release your entire right. dose. So the dopamine you get from the pleasure reward of setting your alarm and waking up, yeah. the dopamine you get from listening to music, right? Yeah. The oxytocin in dose you get from hugging, touching, yes. contact, community. dancing, yeah. the community piece, you know, the contact high. When you uh-huh. when you hear about going to a concert, right, yeah. it's not that people are hopped up on drugs that make you feel so good. It's actually the fact that you're bunched up with 100,000 other people, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And waving That's the Conduct, yeah. Right, but it's actually the contact yeah. high okay. that you're getting from right. the oxytocin release right. that you're getting that makes you feel high, that mm-hmm. you deeply lack in life. Yes. Americans are the most starved for affection. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the highest porn viewer with the more starved for affection. So the oxytocin is, is so critical for us to touch each other in a way that's safe and unsexualized yeah. and and um, and in a friendly manner. And it's mm-hmm. so it's so so important that we bring that um, back mm-hmm. um, and stop telling our teachers to 
not high five our kids or ruffle their hair. You know, yeah. it's just uncool, right? Yeah. Um, the serotonin you get from feeling a sense of worth. So we have an MC that we've hired to really make you feel like you're at an event that's bigger than yourself, hmm. right? But that also goes in and tells you, hey, to stop judging yourself. We're all here together. This is a safe space to let go and release. Hmm. So the MC is really trained to to help you stop judging yourself on the dance floor. All right. And then the endorphins you get, the dose, the E and dose you get from um, working out. It's what we call the runner's high. Yeah. Right? It's the endorphins of sweating. Yeah. Um, and you, of course, burn 500 to 1,000 calories at a daybreaker event. Mm. So you're, you're fully releasing your quartet of brain chemicals, happy brain chemicals. And and when you create and, and design an experience with that level of intention, uh, every single human experience where you release your dose will have that level of transformation. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. What are the, what are the kind of what sort of communities do you create outside of the event? So you've got, you've got people coming to an event in a city, and then there's two weeks at least but before well, the next. Yeah, well, most 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 likely it's one month. So right. it's once a month that we do an event. Yeah. Do people and, form relationships? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, the number of friends have been made. We've had first several daybreaker babies <laughs> um, come out of the last four years. Mm. You know, of people meeting on the dance floor, falling in love, getting married, having a baby, and all that whole mm-hmm. cycle has has come full circle mm. now. And um, I'm about to have my first baby I right know. now. I'm pregnant right yes. now, and I met Eli, my my fiance, on the dance floor. You're kidding? No, a you did. Yes. You met him. If you build it, they will come. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. And yeah, he became my apprentice, and then we started oh, working together, sweet. and then we fell in love. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, on mission, on mission yeah. to bring da- dance to the rest of the world. Nice. And so, nice. um, I feel yeah, I feel like dance can really connect people in such a passionate and such a meaningful way, yeah. but also in a way that's very safe and a way that that allows you to truly let go. Um, you know, self-expression is something that we take very seriously. Daybreak is one of our core values. And when you go to a yoga class, you have an instructor telling you, downward dog, to go warrior one, warrior two. You're being told what poses to do. Mm. While I see the deep value in just letting your mind free and having someone else tell you what poses to do, there's another modality that's so important. You need the other side of exercise, which is just letting your body flop around the way it's just meant to be naturally just to you. Mm. And when you do that, you're actually unlocking neural pathways mm. that have been deadened, mm. that have been quieted down for decades, right? Yeah. Because people are telling you as you get older that dancing, you look silly when you dance, or stop it, you're, mm. you're embarrassing me, or mm. what are you doing? You can't dance. And so then people say to me every day, Rada, I don't dance. I'm not, I can't come to daybreak, I don't dance. Mm. And I, I say to them, listen, mm. we are all dancers. When you walk mm. down the street, the cadence of your walk is a dance, yeah. right? When you get up to take a shower, when you're moving your body in the shower, mm. you are dancing. Yeah. So so every action that you're taking is a dance. Yeah. So let's stop telling ourselves that we are not dancers. We are all dancers. So then I have them do this exercise of mm. waking up every morning for 21 days and looking at themselves in the mirror, putting on a song that they love, mm. and just falling in love with their dance moves. And just, just looking at themselves and paying themselves compliments mm. in front of the mirror that says, I look beautiful, I look great, wow, mm. I can't believe my body can move like that. Mm. And just getting comfortable with moving your body mm. with reckless abandon. Yeah. So that when you go to a dance floor, yeah. you're really ready to say, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop judging myself and yeah. judging people around me. So much of our self-judgment happens from, I used to judge all my boyfriends. I would tell Eli, 
why, oh my gosh, you're not, not a good dancer. Mm. Even four years ago when we first met, you know, 10 years ago, every, da- every boy I ever da- dated, I would, I would sort of judge them and their dance moves. And only in the last three, four years has our com- Daybreaker community taught me yeah. actually about judgment. So yeah. there's so much key learning that I get mm. from our community every day where, where it's, a, it's a beautiful cycle yeah. of, of teaching and learning. Yeah. Wow. You know, talking about your baby... Yeah. <laughs> and I think you did tell me her name. Her right? name is Soleil. 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 Soleil means sun in yeah, French. And, right. And right. Uh, homage to, obviously, my French French heritage. I'm uh-huh. from born and raised in Montreal. Yeah. But also that Eli and I met in the dance floor at Daybreak at, at Sunrise. Soleil. Um, and Soleil is also sort of a symbol for optimism and joy and um, and energy and brightness. And I, I hope that she brings that to the world. She and I had a little chat yesterday. Did you? In the restaurant. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. It was so, beautiful. So, anyway, look. I wanted to ask you a question for a minute. That obviously, you know, your 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 daughter's going to be born what this year, this year or two thousand nineteen? Uh, this year. Well, she's actually due New Year's Eve in true dance party form. Okay, that's good. So I'm fine. Uh, so she's going to be born, and let's just fast forward like twenty years from now. Okay. okay? Twenty twenty one years. She's like a young woman. Twenty twenty one, and not only will she have grown up but the world will have changed in different ways. And imagine that the world... I mean, the world could change in terrible ways. I mean, I guess the worst possible way would be, like, nuclear, blah, blah, or something. Or we live in VR headsets, or we live as AI machines with brain implants. Yeah. I don't know which is worse. (laughs) Actually, nuclear, holocaust, all that. Anyway, but... You know, there's really terrible things, and then there's also, like, the very best possible. Very best, like, every decision made is the best possible. Right, singularity. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what, is, what is the world that you would wish for Soleil to inherit when she's a young woman in 20 years? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, a, a world where computers aren't the dominant um, sort of the dominant gene that we um, recognize our obsession with it now. There's so many organizations coming up now. Uh, The Center for Humane Technology that my Mm. friend Tristan Harris started. Mm. Um, All kinds of different organizations starting around how do we integrate our technology in a humane way. Mm. Because right now it's it's taking us to a whole epidemic of isolation and loneliness. It's causing separation. Yeah, exactly. Not integration or connection. It's causing separation. So so I think that right now we are living in a time where there's a pendulum that's hopefully swinging back Mm. to a realization of technology as being a tool mm. to make our lives better and mm. more convenient and supportive, mm. but not ones that where we live in our phones and live for the next text message and the ding cool. addiction, right, yeah. that, we, that we've created for ourselves. So for me, um, Soleil is living in a world where, you know, she can very seamlessly be out with her friends, mm-hmm. be dancing at Daybreaker. Daybreaker will live forever. Right. Morning dance becomes ubiquitous. Mm. Um, okay. She she <laughs> is, you know, she is uh, 20 years old in life school, so mm. she, you know, won't be going to a typical university. She'll be doing is what we call an integrated life school, where she's doing three months of, of meditation, India, three months of Cordon Bleu, French kind of culinary teaching, three months of living on a farm in South America, three months of coding at M- M- you know at MIT mm. three months so you know her four years of education is integration into the yeah. real world and not just sitting behind a desk right. listening to 
to your point, some one person drone on. Yeah, yeah. So I think that there's... So she won't be a specialist. She'll be somebody who is conversant in many fields. Well, that's what college is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we all, in, in college, we learn everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I was a liberal arts, you know, mm-hmm. um, arts major in college. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, spe- I kind of majored in communications, which is still very kind of soft skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the four years or even three years of being integrated in the school, she might go then do internships, you know, three-month internships in the world, learning and being, you know, kind of being taught on the job. And tell me about the world she's living in. So the world she's living in is one where we have turned around the environmental crisis. Yes. Where how how we have learned how to truly uh, convert the pollutants into Mm. kind of oxygen and carbon mm. and, and it's kind of specific um, atom molecular parts that can support the mm. growth of more life on the planet that mm. we've learned um, that we've that we've learned how to live harmoniously with one another in an intergenerational way that we're not mm. isolating ourselves that we truly value our elders mm. you know for me at the time I'll be 60 mm. what well, you know your age mm. um, and 20 You'll years be young. I'll be very young because you're such a young young person ah. um, but I'll be 60 at the time and I don't want to be pushed and discarded into an elderly community. Yeah. I want to be... Oh, so in my book, yeah, in my book, oh, yeah, um, book, I talk about um, what it means to be a... You know, the difference between being called a senior citizen, mm. right? Like, do you want to be called a senior citizen? I certainly don't want to be called a senior citizen. You know, so far away in the future. At 65, it's three or four years from now. For yeah, you. but that's who says, I'm, I'm going to be like this when I'm 90. But, but, but what I'm saying is, but but by society standards, at 65, you yeah. are a senior citizen, wow. right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, a big bird. But so yeah. I'm actually asking the world to rename and rebrand. So in my book, I actually yeah. introduce a new term, yeah. which is I want to call you a master citizen. Yeah. So so a master citizen is someone who uh, who has ha- it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at anything, as they say. Mm. It takes 565,000 hours to get to 65 years old, yeah. right, if we're lucky to get there. Yeah. And so to call somebody a senior citizen, and then, you know, uh, I looked at the dictionary defini- definition of an elderly, and it says long in tooth, over the hill, mm. on last leg are some of the definitions for an elderly person. Mm. And over my dead body, will I be called an elderly mm. or a senior citizen? I would mm. be called a master citizen. Mm. You know, my dad went to the grocery store recently and just digress for a second. And in the grocery line, uh, someone, a clerk said to him, hey, sir, the senior citizens line is over here if you want to if you want to walk through a, a shorter line. And my dad, who's more fit than most 40-year-olds, said, I'm fine right where I am, and huffed and puffed on his way home and told my mother, do I look that old? And he just felt really bad about himself, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I imagine the exact situation where he gets to waltz down a red-carpeted master citizen's line. Right, VIP So he's line. VIP yeah. for being 65, right? right? Plus. Right. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm 65. <laughs> See you later, plebs. I'm going to my VIP red carpet. Uh-huh. See you later. Versus like slinking in. Yeah. It's just a simple yeah. mind shift set, exactly. set m- mindset shift. So just taking all the existing derogatory nice. negative things that exist in the planet mm. and shifting them to where it's an honor, an honoring of, mm. um, instead of a a, a um, discarding of. And yeah. so, so yeah. So in my book, I present. So I, sorry, I wrote so this the book. The book is belong, right? Yeah, it's called Belong. Yeah. yeah. And I spent two years writing this book, open sourcing everything I did at Daybreaker. Sweet. Everything I did in my personal life so that. 
anybody who wants to create their dream community yeah. can have a blueprint for how to do it. Sweet. And I introduced you know, 20 different exercises and worksheets. And mm. it's, um, it's uh, so that by the time you close the book, you have the full blueprint, your game mm. plan for how to build a dream community, both for your life personally mm. and for your business. I'm so excited. To because be like personally, when I, when I turned 30 years old, I realized I, I was, I was lonely. I didn't belong. Mm. And that was the beginning of, of that, uh, of yeah. that journey. So yeah. sweet. So, so good. Thank you so much. Um, how do people get involved in Daybreaker? Absolutely. So they can find us at daybreaker.com. They can daybreaker.com. Yep, daybreaker.com. You're lucky to get that one. That oh, yeah. That wasn't taken, huh? Yeah, I mean, no. Daybreaker oh. was not taken. Wow. So, yeah. So daybreaker.com. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we had to buy the domain. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no one had taken it already. Yeah. yeah um, oh, somebody had somebody sold it to you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, um, but, yeah, they can follow us at Daybreaker on Instagram. So yeah. Daybreaker is in vowels, D-Y-B-R-K-R. Yeah. Or you can find me on Instagram at love.rada. So L-O-V-E dot R-A-D-H-A. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, so first step would be to go find an event. Yes, Travel come to, to Daybreaker, yeah. come and experience it, come mm. and feel the energy and the, right. and the vibe. Mm. And then we're also building an ambassador program as well for uh, belonging mm. and and getting sort of the concept of belonging as far and as wide as possible to eradicate loneliness and isolation. So we're building an ambassador program for that as well. Sweet. So anybody who wants to join the ambassador program can go to belongbook.com. Yeah. So, listen, folks, uh, before we, we end this, this dialogue, I, I want to tell you there's a certain, you know, you could go somewhere and smell evening primrose or evening jasmine, and it has a certain smell. And you go, ah. And then you could travel to another part of the world, and you could smell that same jasmine smell, and you'd recognize it's the same smell. You smelled it in India, then you smelled it in Italy, now you're smelling it in California. You'd recognize the same smell. And what's been beautiful for me in focusing so much on brilliance and focusing so much on when someone is really a conduit of something that's bigger than all of us is I get to recognize the smell. I get to recognize the, the scent of someone who is not really primarily driven by self-interest or compensating for insecurity. They're actually full on, on fire and service. And I, that, that scent with you and your sister and your brother-in-law is just, it's, the, it's one of the strongest moments mm. that I've really noticed that scent. So get involved, everybody. Daybreaker, this is coming from a very, very pure, service-oriented, joyful embodiment of our highest possibility of our potential future. So this gets, this gets four thumbs up from me. Thank you, Arjuna. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh. Oh. For those of you listening, that was a hug. That was a hug. <laughs>
So this week, what I'm going to suggest you do is number one, go to the website, right? Daybreaker.com, go to the website, check it out, find out where the next Daybreaker event is happening. Uh, if it's if it's in your city, then great, make sure you go. If it's in another city, get on a plane, go go fly. Lots of people get on planes and go fly to these things. Go enjoy a Daybreaker event. Go go say hi to Radha. She's always there and, and tell her, hey, I heard about this on uh, Radical Brilliance podcast. And Arjuna says hi. Wouldn't that be fun if hundreds of people went to her and said, Arjuna says hi. Um, so go to an event. But, you know, if you can't make it to a Daybreaker event, think about organizing something yourself. Just kind of local. Get some people together in the morning. Around dawn is great, you know, around 6 a.m., uh, when the sun comes up, get some people together to move and dance. Do yoga, dance, shake your body out early in the morning. I like to do qigong, but do something to move energy in the morning. It's fantastic. There's lots of other events you can attend. Uh, there are all sorts of dance events, weekend dance events that happen, uh, which are often where you camp out together and you can dance early. Of course, there's Summit Gathering. There's uh, um, Burning Man. There's all sorts of events go on all through the year where you can you can gather and think about enjoying movement as the sun comes up. Incredible way to start the day. That's my suggestion for homework for this week, for an assignment for all of us. You can go to radicalbrilliance.com. Uh, underneath this, inside this post, you can share your comments. You can go to facebook.com, look for this post. You can share your comments there. Love to hear from you. And uh, let's meet up again next week for another uh, Another amazing meeting with another amazing, radically brilliant friend. See you then.